very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Meera, thank you so much for joining us on Blitz Business. It's a pleasure to have you. Hi Ashish, it's a pleasure to join you today. Uh, great to be speaking with you on this podcast. Wonderful. So let's get started. Uh, so Meera, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself and then uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah. So Ashish, I will uh, walk you through my journey very briefly. Mm-hmm. So I have been in the food industry pretty much my entire career. Uh, I moved to India. Uh, I spent a little over a decade in the US uh, living, studying there. Then I moved back to India in 2009, and I've had several startups in the food space since mm-hmm. that time. Okay. My last startup was Purist, uh, which was acquired by CureFit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I then uh, joined CureFit and worked with them for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. I was heading their food business in the north and the east region. It was a great experience working with them. You know, when I joined, we were doing about, uh, say, a couple hundred orders. By the time I left, we were doing uh, close to 25,000 orders daily. And we had great customer love. Uh, We were a brand that, uh, you know, people trusted. And overall, we scaled the business very rapidly in those two and a half years. Had great learnings. Post Eat Fit, uh, now I'm back to starting another entrepreneurial venture, mm-hmm. again in the food business. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk a little bit more uh, in our conversation about that. Sure, that's great. Uh, uh, I've always been very fascinated with food and especially with food tech. <laughs> so what was the... Uh, um, how did you know? So, I mean, when I talk to a lot of many entrepreneurs... Uh, especially the new ones let's 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 put it that way i mean uh when they start building something right i mean uh how do you get sort of a conviction you know this is what i really want to do or you know this is what i want to build or this is the segment i want to be in so what was that um point in your life or that sort of uh you know that sort of clarity came into your picture in terms of this is what i really want to do uh it, maybe your past ventures or the new ones which you are starting how how do you how do you navigate through the thought process you know this is what i really want to do great question uh, really makes me think but you know if i really think through where uh, my interest in food started this was very early on so i grew up in ahmedabad mm-hmm. um, which is a you know wonderful small uh, small size city it was a great place to grow up But what was unique about uh, that place is that everybody around me uh, was so enterprising. Everybody was so entrepreneurial that the entire environment around me growing up was, you know, to create jobs, to create businesses, to create value. So that had stayed on in my mind since the beginning. And I always had a deep interest in food. So I was clear. There there was never any doubt in my mind Mm -hmm. uh, about two things. One is that I wanted to be in the food industry and two, that I wanted to build my own path and uh, go on the entrepreneurial route. 
even though when we were growing up entrepreneurship was not the word we used we all <laughs> said that you know you know I wanted mm. to build my own business mm-hmm. so that was clear early on mm-hmm. and as i you know grew older and was in the workforce there was enough and more data to back uh, you know my conviction to be in this industry mm-hmm. so let me tell you a little bit ashish about the business that i'm currently building sure uh, i'm building this company called frogo and frogo is a frozen food e-commerce business mm-hmm. what we are trying to do here is to develop an entire ecosystem around frozen food so mm-hmm. uh, while i was with eat fit uh, we used to have a large offering of uh, a huge variety of foods right all the way from cold pressed juice to hot meals to desserts to frozen ice creams all of this right and when a customer ordered a meal where they ordered a cold pressed juice which uh, had to be kept at a chill temperature of 0 mm-hmm. to 4 degrees Mm-hmm. and a hot meal which was at 75 or 80 degrees and an ice cream which had to be maintained at negative 18 we did so many experiments and we tried so many different ways of trying to ensure that all of this all three different varied temperatures reach the customer how they are intended to be uh, mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time a lot of money a lot of experiments doing this but and a lot of people may not still admit but i can tell you that my learning is that it cannot be done given our current infrastructure given our current uh, style of logistics so the one key learning for me from there was to build a supply chain for a single temperature hmm. so that that was the seed of the idea um then as i was looking at the industry i realized that frozen food is a highly neglected category it became a subcategory for almost uh, all retailers as well as e-commerce players mm-hmm. uh, if you look at uh, modern retail today um, mm-hmm. any you know large um, you know big box stores you'll see one or two uh, freezers where uh, there it's dominated by the mckains of the world mm-hmm. and if you move to general trade uh the situations even worse where there are just perhaps two freezers one that has french fries and the other that has ice cream <laughs> so the mm. manufacturers don't really have distribution however there are uh, i uh, as i uh, went on this path of you know discovering more about frozen food i realized that there are a lot of manufacturers lot of d2c players uh, that are making amazing frozen food products in india mm-hmm. but they don't have distribution so they end up either exporting their products or they end up selling on the b2b channels to hotels and restaurants the horeca industry so uh, we are trying to uh, tackle this problem uh, from two fronts one from the demand side and one from the supply side so the demand we want to create distribution for the Uh, manufacturers and on the customer side uh, you know the experience is pretty broken they hardly have any selection of good quality uh, frozen products uh, interesting new uh, products that are being developed in the world uh, and if you look at ecom players they are again uh, 
struggling with the same multiple temperature supply chain. So I myself ordered uh, some frozen food Mm -hmm. from a leading, I will not take the name, from a leading e-com player. Uh And I also ordered some cleaning supplies along with it. Hmm. So I ordered some uh, uh, snacks and some uh, berries and I put a harpic in the basket just to see how it will come to me. (laughs) My utter horror. Everything came packed in one bag. Oh, God. (laughs) It was was absolutely, it was not fit for consumption. Horrible, yes, absolutely. The customer experience is really Mm. <laughs> yes. So uh, that's what we are trying to fix. We uh, we are trying to give the consumer access to good quality, uh, innovative products and mm-hmm. ensure that we are uh, building this uh, using technology. And I'll uh, talk a little bit more about the technology as our conversation uh, goes sure. on. We're trying to ensure that the customer gets the product how it is intended to be received. So that's what we are trying to solve with Frogo. Very fascinating name for sure and a great idea. And what is, so So if I understood correctly, uh, you, you need to build that sort of supply chain, right? In terms of to have the right, I don't know, equipments, uh, all the necessary things to be in place, right? So that is also apart from, so you're touching both the logistics and the food part. Is my understanding right? Right. So uh, we are solving the supply chain. So the logistics uh, right from uh, the first mile, which is when a manufacturer makes the products and sends it to our distribution centers. We are using IoT technology to track the temperature, uh, the core temperature of the product at all times. And, you know, sitting in my office on my laptop, I can see uh, what the temperature of a product is on a highway close to Maharashtra. Right. So there is technology that exists that uh, we are leveraging and we're using best of class technology to do this. Um, we are also, uh, for the first time in India, we're putting temperature scanners in the last mile delivery riders backpacks mm-hmm. to ensure that we are maintaining a negative 18 temperature even in the last mile delivery. So when you order an ice cream from us, you will receive ice cream and not milkshake. <laughs> oh, well, that's a surprise I always sort of enjoyed. <laughs> this, uh, uh, yes. So, uh, you know, when we were thinking of names for this business, right, we wanted to uh, keep something simple and catchy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the entire business is frozen to go. So we just uh, kind of mesh the two words and uh, Frogo stands for frozen to go. And our mission, uh-huh. uh, our tagline currently is uh, frozen delivered frozen. Got it. And is it, uh, Mira, in terms of are you guys uh, from end cons- consumer perspective, right? If I'm ordering something, so everything will be happening back end or is it like you're launching your own app or everything or it's more of a B2B model? We will have our own app and our own website. So okay. we want to uh, 
Ashish, imagine walking into a, a supermarket anywhere in a developed country, right? You'll mm-hmm. see aisles and aisles of frozen products, um, so many categories. You have ready-to-eat meals, you have snacks, you have desserts, you have cakes, you have ice creams, you have snacks, um, meats, all of this, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to build a, a really deep category in frozen, but mm-hmm. make it available to our consumers through an app on their phones, so uh, it will seem to them that they're walking through an aisle of uh, frozen food mm-hmm. and uh, they will have all the possible selections and they can order and they can be rest assured that it will be delivered at its optimal temperature to them. Under to 10 minutes? Hands. Under 10 minutes? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I, I strongly do not believe in the quick Okay. I don't think it is sustainable. I don't mm-hmm. think it is uh, necessary. They, and, they, uh, they, they have spoiled. Not they, they have spoiled the customers, especially they have spoiled me. It's just like I don't need to now prepare for anything. I mean, in advance, like everything is just like in an instant. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, you know, Ashish, I've had a few learnings from my journey. So as I was sharing, I'm not a first-time entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I have uh, had a few businesses that I have built, right? So two things I have learned from uh, the businesses that I've built, right? The first one, um, I'll get to that later, but uh, uh, relevant to your quick commerce question. Yeah. um, You know, uh, with PureFit, I realized that uh, we, when you're scaling and when you're building a business, one has to be very careful and always cognizant about the unit economics. Mm. Right. Uh, after all, it is a business and mm. the business is built so that there is profitability. Mm-hmm. Even if there is burn in a business to in the initial uh, phase uh, where you need to gain traction and when you need to gain customers and be in front of the right uh, uh, people, Uh, it's okay to burn money, but there has to be a path to profitability. Mm -hmm. So with Frogo, we are being very conscious and making sure that we are building a model that is, uh, you know, that has the unit economics in place and there is a path to profitability. So, and quick commerce, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, as wonderful as it sounds, uh, it is not profitable. Well, <laughs> that is true. I mean, and uh, w- one thing which sort of comes to my mind, Mira, is uh, 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 biggest challenge in terms of because when I look at it, I mean, there is an upfront uh, hardware supply chain cost which you need to, I mean, uh, bear upfront. Or, I mean, what has been from your perspective like the biggest challenge in setting up the entire thing? Because setting up cold storage supply chain it's a task right it's 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 a uh, uh uh it's a difficult one and right so from your perspective what has been the most tricky piece in this entire puzzle so ashish this goes back to my learning from my previous venture when mm. i first uh, with my first startup i did not spend enough time building the right team I felt that let me find the product market fit and then I will add the right team and I will grow the team. Mm. So that was my biggest learning um, from that venture, which Mm. I have 
uh, rectified and corrected in this venture. And I have spent disproportionate amount of time <laughs> bringing on uh-huh. very senior seasoned people uh-huh. in this venture. Uh-huh. So we have, uh, you know, somebody with 30 years of experience in retail at a VP level. We have uh, operations being run by a guy who had his own food venture, who went to IIT, IIM. Uh-huh. Um, we have a CTO who is a three-time author. Uh, we have people uh, from uh, food tech businesses that are, uh, you know, big brand names. So I, uh, what I learned from my previous venture is that uh, you cannot build a business, uh, impactful, scalable business as a one person. Mm-hmm. So I took that learning and built a really strong team early on. Mm-hmm. And I took my time finding the right people and I, uh, recruited not only for their experience but also their attitude because mm-hmm. the early team has to be uh, you know driven by the mission right and i found the right people and now we are just uh, rearing to go right and and uh, have you have you guys raised any capital so far do you plan to raise or it's bootstrapped as of now So uh, we are launching in Gurgaon in mid of May. Uh, We want to prove the model in a small uh, geography Mm -hmm. um, in Gurgaon and Mm -hmm. take the customer learnings and prove the MVP here. And post that, we are planning on expanding to NCR, Bangalore, Hyderabad, and Mumbai. Mm -hmm. Currently, uh, it is self-funded. I'm funding the business. But as soon as we prove the MVP is when we will um, raise our funding. We have already been fortunate enough to uh, get inbound inquiries from some prominent um, uh, startup investors uh-huh. uh, to you know who are curious about our business and who want to learn more. So uh, we will uh, do that uh, perhaps post learnings from our uh, pilot phase. Got it. And uh, I, I imagine when you touch base upon uh, in our initial discussion, the unit economics. So if you can share sort of some insights, you know, how does the entire landscape in uh, uh, this frozen food looks like, you know, uh, is it purely from, uh, I mean, where is, where is the differentiation you are going to bring to the table? Is it in terms of, building that supply chain, the product, or do you want to launch your own product? I mean, what is that sort of differentiation you hope to achieve um, when you roll out? Right. So, Ashish, let me give you a little background of the frozen food industry Mm -hmm. worldwide, Mm -hmm. right? In a really mature market like the US, the overall penetration of frozen food uh, in retail is about 9%. Okay. Now, if we look at similar numbers for China, uh, the penetration of frozen food in China is about 1%. In a developing country like Indonesia, it mm. is close to 1%. However, in India, we are at 0.06%. Right? So there is a huge gap. And in other industries, we have seen that generally uh, these trends, uh, India follows these trends uh, through uh, 
um, you know, uh, even if they're slightly delayed, generally these, uh, you know, food trends are followed. So there is a huge opportunity from uh, 0.6% going up to close to 1%. So we see this as a really large opportunity. And uh, B2C is what we want to launch with. Uh, however, there is a huge scope and a lot of restaurants, uh, hotels have already moved to uh, a high percentage of frozen foods in, uh, in their you know, use. So we want to not only penetrate the B2C, but also the B2B market. Uh-huh. Now, our differentiator uh, will be, we uh, will launch a private label with products that are uh, currently not available in the Indian market. Uh-huh. Some of the manufacturers who even make products, they only make them for the export market. Okay. And the same Indians who are living abroad are consuming these products, but they're not available to the Indian consumer living in India. Uh-huh. So we are going to close that gap. Okay. So we will do that through our private label. However, uh, our differentiator is, uh, you know, the promise that we are uh, building through uh, the back of technology. Mm-hmm. We are also working with scientists to create some uh, packaging, to create indicators, which will, uh, you know, show uh, the uh, if there has been temperature abuse on any single packaging, Uh, We are investing heavily on uh, data-backed tracking of each and every shipment. Mm -hmm. Um, We are building uh, in the infrastructure of our dark stores. Uh, We are spending a lot in training our last-mile executives. So we are uh, tackling this on all fronts. And uh, we are doing this while keeping it fun and breezy for our consumer on the website and the app making it lively you know uh, any grocery shopping is is a chore nobody uh, looks forward to it right but we are trying to keep the uh, you know user experience in mind and making sure that it does not seem like a chore but it seems like a uh, you know pleasant ac- activity to order these foods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's our endeavor got it uh, and uh- how do you sort of uh, so for example uh, i come from a tech back, background right so when i started out uh, people used to ask me how will you compete with the whatever the competitor that were there at that point in time so for example how whenever you start pitching or i'm sure you'll be getting this question a lot in terms of how do you compete with the likes of zomato swiggy anyone i mean i mean they have all the capital available in the world all the resources available and they have I mean, uh, I'm forgetting the number also, the amount of orders they're processing every day, right? Uh, for example, in quick commerce, when Zepto Blanket, they started, Zomato said, sure, we will also jump in. They have a different model altogether, but that's, yeah. So how do you, uh, how do you answer that? You know, how do you, how do you compete uh, with giants like these or, or you know, uh, how do you take that challenge up? Great question, Ashish. So, you know, it goes back to what I was talking about, uh, that this is not a focus category for any of the big players. And as a result, this category has not grown. 
right? Mm. So uh, for the e-com aggregators, right? Uh, you, you said you're in Delhi, so you may know uh, age-old brand like Nirula's. Yeah. Favorite. If you order, uh, <laughs> yes, if you order a hot chocolate fudge, which I did a few days ago on Hello. one of these. Uh, now you may. Now you mentioned I have to and order. Of course, the, I did not receive. Order today now. <laughs> <laughs> Be prepared not to receive ice cream as hot chocolate fudge. You will receive milkshake. So, <laughs> and I did that right. So, the problem is that this is not a focus category for them. The customer mm-hmm. experience is broken. Mm-hmm. So, we are fixing the customer experience. We want to have a clear. Uh, see, we uh, we are not going to uh, be tempted to do. The understanding is to build the supply chain for one single temperature. Hmm. A lot of people, while I've been talking to the, uh, you know, people are saying then, but you should also do chilled. If you're already do, building a frozen food uh, supply chain, then you should hmm. build a chilled supply chain as well along with it. But we are not going to digress. We are going to focus only on this category. And we are single-mindedly uh, ensuring that every single customer receives the product how they are supposed to. So we want to be that clear uh, go-to place whenever somebody thinks of frozen food. Uh, that that is how we are going it. to tackle this. Got it. And uh, uh, sorry, I'm not aware in terms of what's the difference between frozen and chilled. Uh, so if you can just elaborate a little bit. So, yes, uh, I should have actually started with that. I'm so glad you asked me that question. So in school, we were all taught that uh, fro- ice uh, water freezes at zero degrees, mm-hmm. right? However, ice cream, if you bring it at zero degrees, is milkshake. Uh-huh. So ice cream and a lot of frozen products are to be stored at negative 18 oh. and not at zero degrees. Mm-hmm. When you, uh, the chilled supply chain is to be built from zero to four degrees and okay. frozen needs to be maintained at negative 18. So there is a big difference in temperature. There is a big difference in the infrastructure you need. There mm-hmm. is a big difference in the food handling that needs to be done for a frozen channel. Well, it's altogether a different game because uh, the, uh, temp- due to temperature difference and yeah. Correct. And you also mentioned the quick commerce uh, players, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, A quick commerce player, uh, they are banking on the impulse purchases or the last minute needs of consumers. Uh, They have a very, they cannot have the depth in any category that we can have. Uh, You know, given the infrastructure that one would need for uh, just frozen, they're already, you know, in a um, quick commerce uh, dark store, they would have three to 5,000 SKUs um, on an average, mm-hmm. out of which frozen can be 20. So they can never have the breadth that we will have in terms of variety. And again, it boils down to the experience of receiving frozen. Wow, that's really fascinating. Um, thank you for explaining, Mira. So, uh, so moving on, uh, I, I, you mentioned in the beginning, you know, 
things which you're doing differently in the current venture which you're building and which is about to launch soon. Uh, but if I can ask uh, from other aspects, apart from hiring, you know, when you look back, what are the things, you know, you wish uh, or if you can go back in time and change <laughs> uh, things, what you have done, uh, you know, things which you have done differently, right? So uh, one di- one thing is definitely hiring. But apart from that, uh, are there some certain other things which comes to your mind? So Ashish, uh, when I became uh, an entrepreneur, it it was, uh, uh, you know, I felt like I was learning new things on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And the more I interacted with people, the more I realized that there is so much to learn from everybody. Uh, and then when I was going through uh, my program at Harvard Business School, I realized that uh, mentorship is so important. So that was one aspect that I had never truly paid too much attention to. But I realized the importance of guidance and mentorship, which I, uh, uh, you know, personally decided that I am going to ensure that I get the right guidance from the people that I look up to, from the people, uh, you know, who are doing these wonderful things. So what I did differently was I built myself, uh, I thought of myself as a startup and I built a personal board of advisors for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thought behind this was that to expect a single mentor to help you in every aspect of your life is unrealistic. Right. But there are, uh, you know, people who are uh, excellent in uh, finances. So I, I uh, you know, Ask this person I look up to if you can mentor me on the financial side. The same on marketing, on big picture thinking, on leadership. So Mm -hmm. I built myself this personal board of uh, advisors who I spoke to regularly, who I uh, interacted with on a regular basis. I had clear understanding of what I was looking to learn from each one of them. And uh, I, I cannot tell you how, how much I've benefited from uh, interaction and conversations uh, with these people. So I feel that that was one thing that I did differently in the last few years that I had not done previously. And that helped me uh, grow as a person overall, which as a result has uh, translated in uh, um, how I'm building the business, how how I'm interacting with my team, uh, what is the uh, vision for my company, uh, also in my personal life, how what kind of a parent I am. So I've found that I've had uh, exponential growth through all these aspects uh, due to mentoring. I think that's an excellent point, Vera, because uh, it's obviously definitely good to have sort of like a sounding board because if you're running a business or other aspects, right, you get tunnel vision sometimes. So, yeah. And even, I mean, if you have the relevant experts, it's just much easier. Uh, and and just one one last final quick question. So what excites you, Mira? I mean, uh, 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 you have done... Uh, uh, it's not your first rodeo. You have done it in the past. Uh, you're doing it with a bit of 
you know it's a better version of you building this thing but when when you when you're looking to launch this you know what is that particular piece you know what is that excitement or what is that piece you're enjoying the most right now and doing it hiring sales finance i don't know what uh, whatever uh, uh, vertical or whatever segment uh, which you're sort of fascinated with enjoying doing it right now so ashish food has always been uh, an exciting category for me and seeing how uh, you know uh, how much impact i can have on this category on a daily basis while i'm building the plan is really really exciting to me mm-hmm. however the big picture what really excites me in building any business what uh my purpose uh you know leads me to building a business mm-hmm. is to create jobs mm-hmm. i'm really excited to be able to create jobs that will uh, have a uh, impact on so many different families and to create jobs that are sustainable right so i'm really driven by that mission wonderful Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, Mira, for your time. It was lovely talking to you, and really wish you really all the best. Sounds really fascinating, and will definitely order. I'll have to order now a chocolate fudge because now I cannot unsee it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for talking to me, Ashish. It was a, an absolute pleasure to speak to you today.